Hi, my name is Greg Kimball, and you are listening to the Final Percent Podcast. And today I have a bunch of guests with me because we're actually talking about podcasts. We're talking about the idea of getting your message out there. We're talking about the idea of starting. We're talking about philosophies and the intricacies of what it takes to take on anything that is new. We had ideas like it's not difficult. It's just a little different because we have technology, we have interviewing, we have different styles, different tones. We have so many different things that happen when you go into podcast. People go, where do I start? How do I start? Why do I start? So we have a group together where we're, where we just took them through 51 different slides on how to start your podcast from interviewing to technology, asking questions, doing different things like that. And so we're going to talk about what does it take to start? Why are some of these people starting? And what's going to happen that's really exciting is some of the people that were on the live training, you're going to be able to have a, a kind of a second act or the sequel or episode two, however you want to talk about it, because you're going to hear from them briefly now, but we're actually going to do a, a, an episode where I interview them and we really talk about something important to them and what, what their drive is and their mission. And then for you to hear how all of it ends and how it all comes to fruition, we're going to have launched their podcast, and then you're going to have to go from here over to their newly started and published podcast to hear how everything ends, because this is what we're doing. We're starting, we're locking arms, we're having a debate, and at the end, my last slide that I said is I said, should we just do a live podcast right now? And so uh, everyone kind of said, hmm. Brigham actually immediately was like, yes, he's like, he's, he's a kind of a lead the charge kind of guy. So we're going to actually have him lead the charge again. And what I want you to do is, is talk a little bit about whether it's some of your fears, what you're going to talk about the, the power of starting. When did you wish you would have start? I'm going to give you the floor Brigham. Why don't you talk a little bit about podcasting, starting, whatever's on your mind and heart, you let me know what's going on. Well, thank you so much, Greg. Man, one of the things that I I loved about this training, first, thank, thank you so much for all the energy and preparation you put into it, was Absolutely. that when we have something that we are inherently kind of scared about, but we know we want to do it, it doesn't serve us to not put ourselves out there. This is my daughter, yeah. Trixie. This is her first podcast as well. Which is awesome. Hi, Tracy. So we're doing something new. And one of the things that uh, Greg actually asked me to do this last week was to read a book that was called The Mountain Is You. And I I love that book, by the way. It was Brianna Weiss. And while I was in that, there's this idea of familiarity and the importance of taking anything that is unfamiliar that you're interested in and saying, what do I need to do to make this not just something that I understand at a basic level, but to become so familiar with it, that it, it's like second nature. Mm -hmm. the, the basic premise of that book is all about self-sabotage and how to avoid it. But that yeah. was one of the principles that resonated with me. When we, when we can say, Hey, it doesn't matter what the, the challenge we're, fo we're focused on right now. Uh, but 
if we can actually get ourselves out there and be willing to to open up, be willing to yeah. to take that next step. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's an imperfect step. We took that next step. Trixie, yeah. what what's something that's hard that you just barely started? Mm. You don't know. Tell me about how you uh, <laughs> started doing these these cartwheels. This is something that is really impressive. So she's been in uh in gymnastics for about a month now, right? No. Was it two now? Two yeah. months. Oh, so sorry. Two months. So she's been in, <laughs> in gymnastics for two months now. And tell me a little bit about uh about doing a cartwheel. When you wanna eat when you do a cartwheel you wanna start facing one direction, then you then when you do it, then you land and you face the other direction. Yeah. So when she first started, she just kind of emulated her teacher and she started doing it. But now you can actually see how beautiful her her posture has been getting and she's been getting more and more confident. So when you're doing new things, do you feel like you're getting more confident? Yeah. How did you get so confident about doing cartwheels? Did you only do it once and you're done? No. No? <laughs> you don't have to do it once. How many times do you do it? You practice it a couple times a day? No, like a hundred. Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm I'm not exaggerating. She literally will do this all day. So for the last couple months, she's been doing it like fifty to a hundred times every single day. Show them one. Okay, I'm, okay. She's yeah, gonna, now we gotta see it. Now you gotta see it. Yep. And when <laughs> and when she started, guys, when she started, it it was really hard for her to even have her feet go up over her. And yeah. in two months, she went from not being able to do that at all to being very proficient at it. And we don't have to be perfect to start, but we have to start to work towards perfection. Yeah. And I hope I hope this was an insightful, helpful idea. But I love it, I love that. I think one of the things that needs to just get said is why can't we just keep that amount of insight all the time? Because you said, well, you just did it once. Right. And she laughed at you like once. <laughs> What are you oh you did it a couple times no like a hundred and then like <laughs> as adults as adults we're over here you're like wait wait you're, you're telling me I, I might have to do a hundred episodes yeah yeah you might have to get on a hundred stages do a hundred episodes knock on a hundred doors make a hundred calls whatever it is so I think I honestly I think that was better training than everything I just did because that <laughs> that right there it, it it's so succinctly helps everybody understand the power of consistency, the power of trying, the power of starting. All right. Someone else raised their hand that wants to, to talk a little bit about why you're starting, you know, obstacles, different things that are going on. And, and everyone is going to talk on this call just to be very clear. Okay. Erica. <laughs> All right, let me lower my hand here. So yeah, yeah. as soon as you said do a, we're gonna do a podcast, I, my first reaction was like, I need headphones. I need like the, my nephews are yelling in the background. <laughs> there, there's a lot of things I need to filter out. Like we need to have this not be so like on the spot. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's not how it actually works, right? You get like, no. you know, and you just have to start. Yeah. Um, I've been having ideas about having podcasts because of like who I am as an aunt, I have uh, two nephews that I live with. And oh. because of who I am in, um, you know, the community and what I'm learning in real estate and, you know, business and finances, we have some yeah. really great conversations. And they have, I don't, 
I'd like to think that, the, you know, they have a unique perspective being that I'm their aunt, right? They're, they're talking about yeah. taxes and rent, paying rent and being, you know, property owners and real estate and just things that I don't think 10 and 11 year olds talk about. Um, it's probably so, true. Yeah. <laughs> and my, my nephews talked about having like a YouTube channel and I've never had any interest, right. Of like, you know, being some, being someone who broadcasts my opinion but I, I realized recently, like, that's the access to, like you were saying, changing the world is like giving people a little bit of our story and yeah. sharing and getting out there. Um, so, yeah, this this past week was actually my first um, introduction to our community that I led. Um, yeah. I threw a couple on the calendar for the rest of the month, and that scared yeah. the crap out of me. But I said I was going to do it back in September. Right. And then, and then November, well, October happened, November happened and I wasn't getting it. I wasn't doing it. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to schedule it. And then whoever shows up, shows up. And then whatever happens, happens. And I think for me, that's the best way to, to do Agreed. anything. Yeah. It's yeah. Like that's forward and, then and, fix and that's the thing. And, and the funny thing is, is your first intro that you were doing, mm -hmm. it probably was way different than you thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And, th and that's the thing. Your first episode is going to be like, none of you thought you were going to be on a podcast today. Like your first episode was way different. And so that's the thing. You just, you really just got to put your foot out there. You got to take the step. And, and if you're around the right people, you really can't make a bad step. And that's, and I think that's one of the things, especially with the Renatas community that I love so much is you, you take one step and, and, you're always stepping into love. And that's one, one thing that I just, I love so much. And that's why, you know, when I, when I had Owen put this at the, at the very end of the podcast, I'm like, should we do one right now? He's just like, do you think they're going to want to? I'm like, I don't know, but like, they're, they're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, that's so good. All right. Who else, who else wants to put their hand up first? All right, Keith, break it down for well, me, big guy. You know, it, it's, it's really interesting. I, I've been finding myself surrounded by higher and higher levels of, uh, of people for engagement and wanting to do bigger and bigger things. And my passion of late, in addition to the real estate, and I find myself helping people for a living. This is a strange thing, but, you know, uh, didn't intend for it to be that way, but it, it has. And, you know, talking about being able to end homelessness and go from homelessness to home ownership and help veterans in that. I have people coming to me at these meetings and saying, how can we get involved? How can we make things going? The conversations now are having to be had at levels with, um, you know, council people and things like that. And for me, I might get to do one of these in the number of heartbeats I have left, but what I'd love to do is to be able to have other people come on with their ideas and how can yeah. we build this into big into a way that makes a difference and what shamed me into this is my oldest son and my six-year-old granddaughter my six-year-old granddaughter was just doing a little youtube video of how to make this halloween uh scary float uh to drink and she goes don't remember to hit like and ring the bell and it was no bell there, but this is what she knows, right? Because she's brought up in this generation. And yeah. 
my oldest, um, you know, he shoots videos of just anything. He runs a software business. He did one little video yesterday that, uh, and he called it the intractable will of a, a two-year-old. And it was my two-year-old grandson wanted his juice. His juice was sitting on the counter within reach. And he's like, he goes, go get your juice. He goes, no, mommy, get it. And he's like, mommy's not going to get you. Go get your juice. No, mommy, get it. And he's like going into a full-blown meltdown. So my son goes over, gets the juice, puts it in his hand by him. And gives it to his wife and puts it in, she puts it in his, or puts it in his hand and he takes it, brings it back over to the table, puts it down and goes, no, mommy do it. So he posts this thing just on Instagram, just a little quick thing, 1.7 million views by the next morning. And wow. there is power in telling a story that moves people to action and and i think you know i'm not swinging hammers anymore i'm not uh building the orphanages physically anymore but what if what if i can have a conversation with somebody who's doing something great and that mm -hmm. gets heard by other people that are doing something great that's why that's so good keith yeah and i think well number one that's i i I have a two-year-old right now and that makes me feel good that 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 what I go through every day is not an isolated incident so that made me feel good because <laughs> man the meltdowns are real um but yeah oh, you should watch it it's it it's hysterical I, well, I and yeah I'm looking I'm gonna look it up and and I think that's the thing with the you know homelessness to home ownership is like you have to start to tell that story you have to start to to think that that idea is possible. And so many of these ideas that we have inside of us, they stay inside of us. And, you know, I actually was uh, in my, the not the first conference that I spoke at, but the first conference that I actually put on, it was the, the TFP conference. Uh, we had like 300 people there and it was a pretty cool conference. And Kayla was pregnant and and so I gave I gave a speech on this idea. I said, you know, so many of you have things inside of you. You have ideas inside of you, actions inside of you. You have businesses inside of you. So in a way, if they're inside of you and they want out, like you're 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 meant to do something with these. They want out. So that means all of you are pregnant with little knowledge babies. Well, but, and you, you it's, it's it's something even bigger than that, Craig. You well, said. No, here, one thing, one go, thing, no, go ahead, go, 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 go. Yeah, let me finish. Yep. Because after after we after we were sitting there, and I realized I'm in a room with 300 people, and they have this business, this business, this business is struggling, this marriage, all of these things, and so they have all these this life that they have inside of them that they want out. Okay, then I'm looking at my and I changed my entire speech when this happened. I looked, I looked over at Kayla and she was eight and a half months pregnant. And I said, well, she's got a, a real baby inside of her. And then I, it, it just dawned on me. I went, oh my God, because if that real baby inside of her is going to get out, what does she have to go through? Labor. 
Everyone has these hopes and dreams and wishes and things inside of them, but they're not willing to go through labor. So they never, the knowledge baby, the thought baby never comes out into the world. Why? Because they won't go through labor. And that's the big thing is our starting this conversation, our starting you guys doing your own messages and your own podcasts, you guys taking that first crucial step is getting these things out into the world. And it's going to let other people have the courage to go through the labor to get it out of them and into the world. And that's, and that's what we're, that's what we're here to do. And, and, and that's why it's so exciting when I, I listen to these ideas and I hear things like homelessness to home ownership. So many people would not even say that out loud because they're like, that is such a big job. That is such a big idea. What has to happen for that phrase to be true? A lot of labor, labor in us, labor in equipping, labor for the person, labor in in opportunity. There's so much that has to happen. So it sounds like hard work. So we're like, eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick my battles. That one's too big, but no, it's not. And so Keith starts the idea, and he starts to to give people the 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 roadmap and the idea. And he said, hey, maybe I see one. Maybe he sees a hundred. But the thing is, is because he started, maybe the world sees the eradication of homelessness. What if that's what happens? That's why we're here. All right, let's keep moving on because we're already two hours into this. Who wants it? We got three left. Who's raising their hand? All right, Karen. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. I guess the reason why I would say that I wanted to get into podcasts or start a podcast is, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir to you guys, but we're all, you know, real estate investors or financial gurus of some sort, right? And Mm -hmm. my kids who are 29 and 21 say that's super boring to listen to. Like they don't want to hear it at all, you know? And so I can talk to people who want to hear about it, but like you, Greg, today you made something kind of boring, exciting, and you have energy, you bring it to it, right? Yep. So that's the intent, but as Brigham and Trixie demonstrated so perfectly, it's all about the reps, right? That's what it's going to do. It's going to be like going to the gym the first time and just doing it over until going to the gym isn't a big deal anymore. And then you just take that next step. So for me, that's, that's what it is, is learning to speak in front of people and just doing it. And then. yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, one of the biggest things we can do is remember to bring the energy. Is it, yeah yeah and and so many people just don't they're they're they get mundane and that's the other thing especially you know with me being a professional speaker like my company's called the final percent how many times do you think i have told that story i mean it's absolutely in the thousands absolutely in the thousands but every single time i tell it there's energy behind it and we have to remember just because it's the 1000th time that we've said it doesn't mean that it's not the first time someone else is listening. So you got to remember. Yeah. yeah remember. Yeah. And, and it, trust me, if, if we could get young people to actually care about the financial, you know, education and literacy and raise yeah. their, their financial, you know, prowess, 
you know, they're going to they're going to have a whole lot more energy 10 years into this thing. And they're going to get way more excited that, you know, we we decided to bring some energy to, you know, the the financial frustration that this 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 country is going through but yeah i think i think that's the biggest thing is how do we bring the energy into this and and if not if not you then who if you had the idea like i'm so glad that like you said yes and you're like yeah i'm gonna learn and as you're taking the steps to move things forward you know keep leaning on us and and reach out and and let us help you bring your energy into that because you're right that is probably the biggest thing is something a little boring how do you put that energy behind so people can get to the end of it yeah and want to learn and then it and then it lands and then it yes they they get it and then they take it with them so that's how we change the financial illiteracy right that's how it'll it'll become a thing (laughs) yeah exactly well yeah and i mean look at like you know your 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 energy and you smiling and laughing about this thing that keeps people engaged because it's just like yeah we are going through this like someone's got to fight this fight why why not us who are we waiting on if we already know there's a problem who are we waiting on so I I and and you know this isn't a this isn't a religious thing uh but I heard this on one of my infinite scroll things that happened earlier today that I just loved. Uh someone said, "Well, if 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 God is real, then why is there so much pain and suffering in the world?" Yeah. And so the person said, "Okay. Well, I'm taking that that means you don't believe in in God." And they're like, "No, cuz if God was real, why would there be so much pain and suffering? And he said, okay, so you think that if God was real and there's pain and suffering in the world, then he should do something about it, right? And they said, yeah, exactly. And he goes, okay, well, if you don't believe in God and there's so much pain and suffering in the world, whose job is it to help out? And they went, oh. Yeah. (laughs) So if we recognize a problem, if we recognize a problem, we need to do something about it and we've got to end this financial frustration that's happening i completely agree with you all right between jerry and amy who's gonna go we'll go ladies first amy you've got this jerry jerry actually he just texted me he said i he said i got something so powerful i'm gonna bring the house down you gotta let me end this thing i'm going the final percent so we're gonna let him do that amy why don't you go ahead and talk to us a little bit that sounds awesome. Thanks, Greg. Um, I'm excited to hear what Jerry's got to say. Um, but along the lines of, of starting and the things that we need to start, um, I have found myself much earlier in my life than I thought I would being in a space where I'm I'm the one, I'm the light, I'm the one that has the knowledge and, and I get to bring that. I'm in the teeny tiny rural town with 300 people. <laughs> and so, you know, that the mentality that comes along with that kind of life and that kind of generational upbringing um, creates a little bit of resistance to outside ideas. And so not only do I get to now essentially start our Anatis community up here and start to get that out, I also get to rebuild the network that I had from where I left. I was, I left Vegas. So I had, you know, my community there and a whole bunch of people that I didn't even know there yeah. and so now with coming up there here are actually other... more than 300 people in vegas i, I do this know is... that yes absolutely 
And so now being here and other instances uh, and circumstances that have come up, I am now forced to rapidly recreate my network to reach yeah. out and make sure that I can help my immediate family here um, keep a roof over their head. And so I'm having, I, I'm having to put in those reps like Trixie was doing with her, uh, her cartwheels, excuse me, and mm -hmm. forcing myself to become, what did you say earlier, making the uh, familiar, the unfamiliar familiar and putting myself out yeah. there and making myself the familiar and making mm -hmm. me the face of, Hey, if you have, you know, I'm this, I'm a person who wants to help maintain home, uh, home ownership, kind of like, like Keith's got going on. I fully support that and maintain it and make it possible for other people. And so by doing what I'm doing now with my family to maintain that I'm creating that network to put it out into the community yeah, <laughs> this is all just coming together all at once in my brain. Yeah. And it's it's nice to be able to do that and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. And <laughs> then, but by putting the community together, I don't have kids that I get to pour into every day, all of this information that I'm learning. And so by pulling the community together, other people, I can pour out into those other people and then they can take it back to their family or they can continue it on, you know, the ripple effect. And so it's been a really challenging opportunity and one that I am absolutely trepidatious about getting going. But I also know that right now I, you know, like you said, everyone has a story. The world needs to hear what I have to say. And I'm the only one who can say it the way that I can. And so I just, I get to keep going and pushing that out there to make it, to, to get it out. And so. I don't know if a podcast is the way to do that at this point, but I'm definitely intrigued in making, getting at least being comfortable with sharing yeah. it. Well, I guarantee you, number one, your voice is absolutely needed and necessary. And then I, I think the other thing, one of the superpowers, kind of going back to our idea of bridges. Um, I think you can bridge the big town into the small town, which has been done. But one of the things that you might be not realizing how much I think really is needed is bridging the small town into the big town. The small town with those generational relationships and the close knitness and the belief and the love and the familial bonds being in that bigger stage, you know, taking bridging big town and small town and small town and big town to where they can use what makes each of them great, you are uniquely qualified to bring to the to the stage. And because you know, you're always such a great, you know, energy. Every time you show up and I say you're just you are you're you're a great, we just talked about energy. You're great energy. And 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 if anybody argues us on that they will see the not great part of my energy because i will come after <laughs> them so just under understand like you you bring such a special thing to the table and and it really is needed and necessary so in, instead of even leaving the door open to say that you sh you maybe podcast is maybe it's not no your voice is needed and necessary and 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 we're just gonna go ahead and shut that door 
and and we're just gonna keep <laughs> our little we're gonna keep you in our little podcast land um but uh you know you've you've always you know the the great thing about every single person on this call that we i think we can all say is when we enter a room we are thermostats not thermometers because if we show up we raise the temperature we make it different than it was before when we walk into a room we don't even actually have to say anything but our energy is felt there's energy again imagine if that energy decides to talk so your guys's story is way more powerful and needed and necessary than i think you realize and and i think that because i came from a really like my my town when i was growing up centennial wyoming uh hundred people now you know 38 years later they've made it to 271 people so i i know the small town mentality and i think that the big the bigness of things the grandiose the comparative reality it's cool don't get me wrong like i like stuff like that too but we really have missed the small town so bringing the small town values into the 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 big time business I think is a catalyst of change for an exponential shift for what's possible on many different levels. So don't, don't discount both of your experiences. Cause I think they're going to collide and you're going to see a, a chain reaction where you're going to be like, ah, this is what I was doing this whole time. It was all for, for a reason. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Of course. All right, Jerry, you bring us home, man. All right. All right. Um, as Nancy Rose said, I'll just wrap it all in a hug. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. But tonight, today was it was it was off the charts. I I, I resonated with everybody on here, and, and and you touched me in some way. And a lot of the things that I was on here for and looking for, um, like Keith, we we were down in Cancun at the leadership retreat. Uh, I have a brand called Vet to Investor. I'm looking to bring homes to veterans. You know, and more so like, you know, the, the older ones that, you know, the, uh, and I'll just go as a male, the wife has passed away. The kids all live all over. You know what I mean? He doesn't need a big house. He just needs somewhere to live, you know, and working that way. So it's similar to what Keith, we had a great conversation down in Cancun with that, you know, uh, Karen and bringing out the, the financial literacy and stuff. We have my kids, when, when I started talking about this stuff, they're like, what are you talking about? And then when they you go get some intrigued, they're like, "That's really good. We didn't learn that in school. How can I? Did you, did you learn that in school? Because I'm old, you know. To compare to them, I'm the old man. And like, <laughs> like, no, I learned it now. I wish I learned it back in school when I went. And yeah. and you know, well, Amy, I mean, you know, we we do a lot of uh, karaoke, and I mean, we miss a lot there. But you know, just bringing all this awareness. And believe it or not, you know, back before nationals, there were you know. If anyone's on with Scott and his impacts, you know, you got the Jerry's, Jerry Mori, Jerry Ruffin, I'm Jerry, you know, the all Jerry's. Three of us were going to do a podcast or a show, and we could never figure out how to get it off the ground. Mm. And and it was all about not just, you know, financially, but also, you know, health. You know, you still got to have your health in there, too, how to bring it yeah. all together, health and wealth. That's what yeah. we're going to talk about. And we couldn't get it off the ground. We didn't know how to work any of the stuff. Like yours, uh, Riverside was one of the, uh, the yep. kids. 
we, we spent most of the hour we wanted to get together to put the show together how to figure that out we really got nothing, <laughs> got nothing accomplished and then it yeah. kind of fell to the side and you know everyone's doing their own thing now so uh just you know everyone's story and everything i mean we we could really blow this up with everybody's story like you said you know you're going to put us on your podcast we just want to reach out and uh, cross pollinate you know yes everyone out there we could get this out to the whole nation the whole world on, on exactly. everything we do and it's just it's just uh just incredible thank you yeah. very much uh, i mean well, you open you. eyes a lot and everybody else you know you know uh, i think i know everybody here but karen i think i've met everybody over you know, and, and everything so uh, you know, well great. you it's know great. i i think one of the things that you know jerry just touched on that again I touched on at the beginning of the the training that is so much more important than anybody realizes is you have to be mindful of easy. And when he said, you know, yeah, we got Riverside. Riverside's a great program, but if you're new to cameras and programs and all of the things and the syncing, it it's also it's also a jigsaw puzzle. Like it's, here's this four thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. I just need you to put it together in thirty minutes. What? I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm a technical guy, so I mean, I thought, yeah, yeah, I could probably figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, and and that's the thing, because you have sample rates, you have frame rate, you have all these different things, and you know, if if you want to learn guitar, make it accessible. If you want to learn, if you want to be, uh, you have to, you know, one of the things I talk a lot about when I'm coaching people is design your environment. So when I had to go through my health transformation, you know even though we had just spent a bunch of money at the grocery store, I probably threw away $250 worth of snacks. So I had to get them out of my house because you have never seen someone snack the way that I can. And I don't know what it is about wheat thins, but like I can crush like six boxes of wheat thins. Like, but when you were little, your mom tried to give you wheat thins and you're like, uh, but now you're like, oh yeah, I need some wheat thins. <laughs> when did that happen like that's when you realize like you're finally an adult like they should just do that like like it, it, like the age of drinking is just now instead of 21 it's like do you like wheat thins no i don't yeah you're not old enough to drink sorry um <laughs> but you gotta make it easy so design your environment design your environment to make it easy to lose the weight, make it easy to take the classes, make it easy to interact with people, make it easy to interact with you, you know, and that's, that's another thing, you know, are you easy to do business with? Are you easy to talk to? Are you easy to hang out with? And you start asking these questions, you're like, oh, that's why people don't hang out with me. I'm a complicated fellow. Stop being so complicated. <laughs> you gotta be easy and you got to make it easy and 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 you know the number one thing that people pay for is easy you know and at, at, at the end of the day people want it to be an easy transaction they want it to be a smooth transaction and so where when we can identify where are we making our life more complicated where are we making our customers life more complicated? Where are we making our spouse's life more complicated? Where are we making our life com complicated? Like for instance, I'm telling you guys uh, another thing, you know, I can eat 
maybe not on Bob Snyder level because that legit is a different planet. But I can eat a lot of ice cream. But I've actually hung out with Bob a lot and I've seen him eat ice cream. Like those are not like, those are not myths. Like those are facts. Like that man actually eats that much ice cream. It is amazing. But if I have ice cream in my freezer, that means I try to get it out of my freezer as fast as possible by putting it in my face. Cause I, that's one thing I can't throw away. I'm not throwing away ice cream. It's perfectly good ice cream. Besides I don't want it to melt in the trash it needs to be melting in my stomach. So I have to design my, my environment to where it's not in my fridge. So now because I love ice cream, we have a rule every Sunday, my wife, myself, and my two-year-old, we go to sweets, which is a ice cream shop in the middle of Erie, Colorado. And I buy one scoop, not two, because I would eat it, but I buy one scoop and that's my ice cream. Because if it, if I don't design it and I don't build these parameters, I'm not going to do it. So that's why, even if you're not going to put out the podcast, what I would tell you guys is record the podcast, literally start your phone on the video, play like, and, and if you don't know what your podcast is called, just say, Hey, this is. Erica's podcast. This is Brigham's podcast. This is Karen's podcast. And then just talk about some stuff. And and then when you're done, one of two things is going to happen. First one, you're going to be like, that's pretty good. I think people need to hear this. Or the other one is, I'm glad I don't have to put that out. Either way, just do another one. <laughs> I can tell you when I started, like, again, I have to find these videos. I've been looking for them for everyone that was in the speaking class. I need to find my first few speeches that I did so that you guys can understand you're already way better than where I started, like by a lot, by a lot. So if you guys think I'm even kind of good at speaking, I promise you, you guys can be better. So trust me, it's all good because when you're like, you you guys, I, and not only is that like, I'm in this like Hugo Boss, like track jumpsuit with two, like and it's too, like the 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 jacket's too big and I've got like a, a hat on like I'm like a, a a really bad basketball coach and then I get up there and you have zero idea what I'm talking about but boy I did it for like two and a half hours <laughs> so yeah no I said wow too Erica yeah when I was done and I watched it I'm like why did I film this why what who who why did I think it was a good idea to document this? Well, now it makes sense. But I'm telling you, I'm excited to be working with you guys. Um, and, you know, one of the big takeaways is, you know, find where, you know, going back to that, I think it was Staples, that Staples commercial, find where you can press the easy button for people. And that's what I did when when I was talking to Bob and I just, he said, you know, we want you to to be able to contribute to the community. What what would you offer? And I said, you know, people keep getting told to talk to more people, but they don't know how to have the conversation. People want to get on a podcast, but they don't know how to launch a podcast. So I just press the easy button. Here's how you have a conversation. Here's how you do a podcast. So use us as a resource. And if you have questions, we're, I'm really liberal with my time and I just want to see you guys win and I want to see you guys succeed. And if we end up doing 
a series of podcasts together. Just know I've got your back. I want to see you win. And as often as I can press the easy button for you to make your life a little easier, because I already did all the hard stuff, I want to do that. And trust me, I did a lot of the hard stuff, sometimes repeatedly to where somebody had to come like punch me in the dome and be like, bro, like some point you got to stop. You got to go this way. So I want to help you not make those same mistakes. I want to press the easy button. And then as you guys are going out there on your podcast, as you're coaching, as you're helping people out, literally as people are looking at you and they're talking to you and you're talking to them, just have this constant question running through your mind. Where can I press the easy button for this person? Is there an introduction that I can make? Is there, can, can, or should they be on my podcast? Can I be on theirs? Can I come invite someone? Maybe they're an aspiring, you know, you know, Brigham was talking to me about how, you know, he likes being in a play. You know, if you meet someone like him and you live close to him, say you, you go talk to your, 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 your significant other or your kids or your friends and say, Hey, I just met this really cool person. We're going to go support them. We're going to buy a, a few tickets and we're just going to go watch them. That little act alone will do more for your relationship than anything else, because you want to press the, make it easy to be a part of your life, make it easy to do business with. And then you go try to make this crazy world that we live in just a little bit easier on the other people. And, and we're going to find a way to win. Does that all make sense? All right. With that being said, this has been a very special edition of the Final Percent Podcast. We've got incredible people on the way. I'm going to be interviewing these people. And then we are going to be coming up with some fun stories to where you have to find out what happens. It's going to be one of those like things where you're watching the episode and right when it's getting really good, you're like, man, this is so cool. And then it comes down and it says to be continued. We're going to do that to you because look, I want to press the easy button on their podcast so that they can experience some of my great listeners and you can experience some of my great friends. It's all about connecting the dots, building bridges and being there for people. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Final Percent Podcast and we will see you next time. It's the first.